our podcast that's debatable we are your hosts carly and callie and dr robert i just want to give a shout out to dr robert for making a nice composition oh thank you very professional (laughs) for our podcast okay today we are going to be talking about the infamous orc yes goblin i was trying to decide if i should call him a goblin or a dwarf 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 Okay. Depends on who you're referencing. Apparently, goblin and dwarf are one and the same. Yep. I there was some confusion for me for a little bit there, so I'm just trying. No, goblin, orc, dork, all Ah! the same. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about what's what's the deal with Azog. So basically, if you are reading the book, I didn't even. He just kind of. I mean, obviously, his role is important. He kills Thor's father. Yes. But no more than well, his he kills grandfather. His, yes, Thor is killed, and then I, I guess um, Thorin kind of has that chip on his shoulder for a while. But beyond that, I—they're not exactly best buds. No, they're not. No, no. yeah, more of a passing shadow in the book. Yeah, I mean, in the Hobbit, uh, the chapter on an unexpected party, Gandalf says, and I quote: "Your grandfather Thor was killed. You remember in the mines of Moria by Azog the Goblin." And that's where my confusion about orcs and goblins came. Um, Unquote. Um, But that is basically all we get. But Callie did a bit of digging, and she found something else about Azog, since we need some more material. You can find more about his background in the appendices. Uh, Apparently, he's described as a great orc with a huge iron-clad head. (laughs) Head, not arm, by the way. And yet agile (laughs) and strong. Um... So, you can find out more about Azog in the appendices, but as far as how much he actually affects the Hobbit... Oh my goodness. Yeah. In the book? Mm-hmm. Not, not at not, all, really. No, no, no. no. Not I mean, much. maybe it makes Thor, Thor in a little more bloodthirsty, but... Maybe. Uh, if that's <laughs> the word for all right, it. So, Dr. Rabbit, would you like to start out with... Um, now we know a little bit about him, but what is your opinion exactly on what they did to him in the movie? Well, <laughs> Azog the Defiler. When you started watching the movie, did did you were you aware that there was going to be an Azog? I don't know if you heard anything beforehand. Well, to be honest, I had read The Hobbit before seeing the movie, but right. I had to go back and remind myself who is this guy again. And you were like, "Where is he?" <laughs> right. It's like I don't remember any um, vengeful orc with a metal arm coming after them for this whole thing. Right. Yeah, Azog. I mean. The the point of him being in the movies, I feel like it wasn't really about researching the appendices and finding out who was this Azog guy. Let's add, you know, let's let's research all we can about him and mm-hmm. and and um, expose him to the world. I think it was more like they added him for the sake of um, having that antagonist. Right. Oh, definitely. Adding the tension, giving it, them someone to run away from. You know, it kind of reminds me of when they made the movie The Dawn Treader, and they were like. Okay, we love the other books, and they translated, I mean, well into a movie. Right. Um, but then you have the Dawn Treader, and it's like there's there they need something more, and so they created Green Mist, you know, yes. to create more tension. And so what we have here is um, we have this orc warrior 
Azog the Defiler, and they said this is the perfect opportunity to add some more tension right. and danger. Mm-hmm. And a perfect way to tie it back to things we're already familiar with, like in um, the Don Treader film adaptation, they had the mistie back to the witch. Mm-hmm. And in The Hobbit, they have Azog tie back to Sauron, yeah. which didn't nece- there wasn't necessarily a connection in the book there. Right. Mm, yeah. Of course, all the orcs have some sort of um, roots in yeah. evil. Right, like they Sauron. all connect that way. At least they didn't go so far as to make um, what if Azog turn into a good orc. Like, oh, please, no. <laughs> I mean, they didn't go that far in the story. Well, it may, it may have given him a little more depth, perhaps. I mean, sometimes stuff like this is Orcs cool, are but... supposed to be pure evil. You right. They're not supposed to be able to be... Okay, so we'll throw that idea transformed. out the window. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But, yeah, that's... For me, that's kind of the main problem with Azog. They turned him into the big revenge thing and you know Thorin's character arc is supposed to be he realizes you know he gets over his dragon sickness and he realizes there's greater treasure in the world than dragon gold and stuff mm-hmm. and that did happen in some sort of weird like soul searching moment yep in the movie bit of a montage oh yeah fine whatever <laughs> but stumbling around i don't know we the saw real... we saw the extended version i'm not sure in the theatrical cut if they had as much of that <laughs> true there was quite a bit of it <laughs> it looks like wearing his crown and sort of Fluffy looking robe. around and yes and then the the gold floor kind of shiny melding around oh him yes thing, yes but okay, so we in do the have movie, that they have that moment just probably to have that moment i mean <laughs> he has to get over his dragon sickness right, like, oh we gotta take care of it yes um but it feels like the real they're adding trying to add more for thorin to make him seem cooler i guess oh yeah they do that a lot they have yes. to add azog so he can have an epic battle maybe just like the dawn treader it's like it can't be a good movie unless... without um, and obviously fighting, they're... and apparently the Battle of the Five Armies wasn't enough fighting. Well, yeah. Apparently. You gotta have the one-on-one. Yes. Apparently, because there was a battle at the end of the book. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't see much of it because Bilbo gets knocked He's out He's right unconscious, yeah. It's like a paragraph. But I feel like we, we're losing focus when it becomes the big revenge combat with Azog and Thorin. You know, I read um, one of the things about the Lord of the Rings is you don't have a lot of one-on-one fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always going to be like big armies fighting against yes, each other. Yes, clashing against M- Yeah, masses of people coming together and fighting. Whereas in The Hobbit, they had more one-on-one fighting, which means pos- potentially you can have some cooler, more intricate fight scenes. Yes. Um, and so for some people, that's like a plus. And I could see where for people who are more into the one-on-one fighting, how Azog is obviously, he's there for the cool factor. Yes. Yeah. I think Azog was, and the one-on-one fighting, was all there to make this very much more personal mm-hmm. and to drive the story a little bit more home and seem less abnormally lost in its own world building. Yeah. Right. It's like Originally, I'm thinking. Am I, am I remembering this correctly? Though in the in the book, The Hobbit, the focus is not to avenge the death of his ancestors. Well, I mean, he is a very prideful person. I do think there's some of that. Although the dragon did 
kill a lot of his ancestors. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah. not about Azog. It's, it's about supposed Smaug. to be right mm-hmm. yeah. revenge against Smaug. Yes, and then once he gets his gold, it's supposed to be about fighting for others, not necessarily about fighting like re- getting his revenge. Right. Yeah. So. But you can't stretch that into three-part, three-hour movies. No, so. and that's actually that's going to take me to the next point in um in this episode, which is one of my pre- the pressing issue with this white orc is that he is supposed to make the story more thrilling. He is supposed to make it more interesting, and mm-hmm. he for me. Uh, first of all, I've mentioned this to you guys multiple times, but I do believe he gets knocked over by a hobbit yes. at the end of... Is that the first movie? End yes, the at the end movie. of the first part. And then after... I mean, he gets this great mighty orc. You would not see this happening with a, if there was any kind yeah, of leader orc. Guard. That yeah. would not... Hobbits I mean, <laughs> I mean, Sam had his moment in The Return of the King with his pots and pans when he's going to save Frodo. That was fun. Um, from Mordor. Um, this is Azog, though. This is Azog. He's supposed to be this big thing. And he gets knocked over by a hobbit at the end of the first movie. Just like, poof, football tackle. And then for me, the problem was the rest of the movies, I'm like, okay, this guy just got knocked over by a hobbit and we're still supposed to be scared of him while he watches from a distance. Right. It's true. It does. It gets. It makes the tension much less when it's like uh, they're constantly being uh, confronted by him throughout. Mm-hmm. Like they constantly get like, there he is, he's there again, now he's gone, now he's there again. And it's like, yeah. that feels like a classic that happens in a lot of movies. Well, yeah, and a lot of TV shows, but normally there is a lot I'll more. Be back. <laughs> yeah, and there's normally a lot more stronger, to it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Even stronger than before. Or there's Super or strong. there's some sort of character building in there in which as we as we mentioned before can't happen with him because of his species. Isn't not it? to be speciesist or anything. Would you call him a flat character? Mm, yes, I would. Yeah. And the orcs aren't necessarily supposed to have that character. Like in the Fellowship of the Ring, there was that whatever that that orcai general guy yes. that they you kind of yes. follow around. Like he's there, he's a character for sure. Yeah. He doesn't have a character arc, he's just evil and he's then just evil. He's and still he's evil. evil. Yes. Yeah. And that's the same with Azog. So how are those guys different? How are they different? Well, I mean, first of all, his costume Okay, that's a a visual difference for sure. Oh, man. And that's actually a really good question, Callie. Man, I mean, we might need a whole other podcast episode comparing those two guys. Oh, yes. Because they were both, well, they were both antagonists. You follow both of them around. Mm, I feel like the spirit of the orc is more orky. In the Fellowship one because... Azog definitely does feel like more like a human. Right. He looks more human, too. I mean, in a kind of well, <laughs> what CGI kind of way. Yeah, because the orc in the Fellowship, he is created to be a killing machine, and that's what he is. He doesn't really have... He's he's here to serve Saruman. He's not here to avenge his past or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's important to mention the difference, though, that he's technically Orukai, right? True. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's there is true. a little bit of a difference true, there. True, true. Very true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Not a ton, but a little bit. And I think there's, um, 
one thing that we should mention, because believe it or not, we're running out of time because we're not rich, so we can't upgrade, but we <laughs> I'm sure we will at some point in the future. You maybe. fans can help us out. Yeah. <laughs> Pay us for our words, our little nuggets anyway, of wisdom as time ticks on. Yeah. Okay. One thing that I thought was kind of cool was Balg. I was kind of excited to realize that because, you know, you've got Azog and obviously, like we said, he pops in and out, but nothing's going to happen to him. So that takes away some of the thrill, I guess. Yeah. So that's why I assumed they had this second um, orc warrior come in. So that maybe something like maybe something bad could happen to him because mm -hmm. nothing's gonna happen to Azog. Right. He has to save his life for Thorin. Yeah. But then I figured out that that second guy was Balg and he's actually um, Azog's son. Yes. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? So that's cool. They should have told us maybe if he called him son or something at some at point. something because he just looks like another minion. He does, yeah. <laughs> so definitely. Well, maybe that's how it works in the orc world. I mean, like, it, I wouldn't put that past Is it a, though, is it a yeah. sign of affection if you call your son names and things? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Okay. Well, that's what our next podcast episode will be. Who's the mother? <laughs> Who's the mother? <laughs> uh, does it work like that? Oh, definitely. I thought they were, like, born out of the Out of the mud. Or something. So why is he uh -huh. a son? I don't know for sure. Not exactly an orc expert. I have more questions True. than Very answers. Very good point right there. Right? Yeah. The sun. Yeah. I know oh, the orc. Man. But this is yeah. this is from Tolkien though. He is Bulg is a real character, and so that will be my ending thought. Is that I appreciate that they actually put that detail in. Does anyone else have anything to add? Well, so it sort of seems like our overall thoughts here are Azog. Why is he a problem? He doesn't really do much for the storyline. Yeah, honestly, yes. I would be okay with them putting in this new character as long as he he was there and it was well done. Right. But it wasn't. It's kind of hard to get invested in a character that is... He's supposed to be one di He's two-dimensional. Right. He's supposed he's to be just kind of there. He's it's a completely a... flat character who has a lot of screen time and we're supposed to somehow get caught up in scared, his... I'm not yes. scared by him at all. He's not oh, oh, that's the difference between the Orakai. I am... I That guy is that intimidating. That guy, really? Yeah. yeah. He's intimidating. The other guy, no. Well, yeah, maybe you spend oh, too much time with him. You get to know him too much. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, maybe if we had watched Azok being born, it would have been creepier. Oh, yes. Yeah, that scene always gave that's, me nightmares. <laughs> very scary. Okay, so when they, when they make the new Hobbit movie, and let's just make it two, not three... Yes, okay. please. Make sure, we'll be like, first of all, who's the mother? And second of all, we want to see his birthday. I think we agree on that point, yeah. yes. Do we, though? Do we really have to see... Maybe that's we're, debatable. We're trying to stress <laughs> the fact that we don't need more Azog. We need less Azog. Less okay. Azog. I'm sorry, Azog. Never mind. <laughs> maybe maybe later. All right, this has been our, our quick podcast. I am your host, Carly. And Callie. And Dr. Robert. Thank you for listening.